Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back. We are chatting the African Cup of Nations and uh, some surprising results already. Here's a look at the weekend results as well as the fixtures on tap for today. Ivory Coast, the host nation, getting the 2-0 win over Guinea-Bissau. Nigeria and Equatorial Guinea, a 1-1 draw. Egypt also only managing a draw against Mozambique. Cape Verde with a 2-1 win over Ghana. Uh, wow. Right now, that Senegal-Gambia match is going on. Senegal already with the 1-0 lead in that game. Later on today, we've got Cameroon taking on Guinea at 12 p.m. And then we have Algeria facing Angola at 3 p.m. And you can watch all these matches on BN Sports. So for more on this competition, we are absolutely delighted to bring in our good friend, Mbizo Zamane. Hello, Mbizo. You look like you have just been living your, your best life <laughs> during this competition. Um, what has been your favorite moment so far from AFCON? Mm, this is a good question. But uh, other than the incredible upsets uh, in the unpredictable football, which funny enough I predicted, uh, is actually the opening ceremony. I thought it was absolutely marvelous. I thought it was very African. I loved the fact that there was a mixture of traditional and contemporary African culture. Uh, I loved the kaleidoscope of color. Uh, I, I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. They threw in a little bit of Afro beats, which has of course been coming uh, quite popular all across the world. Uh, so it was just, it was absolutely magical. Uh, one of the best uh, opening ceremonies I think I've ever seen, especially on the African continent. Incredible. Talk to me about Egypt, because I don't think you or my man Nico thought this would be possible. Mozambique. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> drawing Egypt in the first game. Is this just a blip or are you, are you worried about Egypt in, in this tournament? 
Um, that's a good question. Am I worried about Egypt long term? I'm not sure that I'd necessarily say I'm worried about them long term. Uh, look, it's not the end. Uh, and it takes much more, I think, to shake uh, the pharaohs all the way to the bone. Um, but they were extremely underwhelming, weren't they? Uh, they weren't awful. Uh, but I think all credit to Mozambique, you know, despite suffering a goal early, I think it was, what, two minutes? Um, they absolutely did not capitulate. Uh, they showed courage and resilience. And they went out to play. I think um, the, the, there's no weight of expectation on them. And you could tell that they were just having fun um, and just looking to enjoy the tournament. And they were wonderful. Uh, some of their players just really, really surprised. And it was, it was fantastic to see. Isn't that what's happening in your background? Isn't that the highlights of that game? Uh, uh, let me talk to you a little bit or talk to me a little bit about Ghana. What is Cape Verde look good or did Ghana make them look good? It's a combination of the two. It's a combination of the two. I mean, we spoke about it. Uh, the fact that Ghana has not been playing well. Uh, the fact that Ghana does not have cohesive football. And of course, they were missing for some reason, uh, which I'm yet to discover, uh, their best player and one of the best players in the world. Uh, but I mean, it was just, it was it was really, really poor, I think, from the Ghanaians. But again, all credit to Cape Verde. And we've spoken about their brand of football. Uh, yes, they do not have uh, big stars, uh, but they have quality football. They have players who can play. Uh, they were organized, and uh, Ghana just looked like they were disjointed. They lacked ideas, um, and I think the only bright spots were Antoine Semenyo and Blancil uh, on either on either wing, um, who you know had a little bit of a, a good football. And actually, Ghana could have lost by more, if you ask me. I think Bebe had some opportunities on goal, which he should have finished, uh, but maybe technique and composure let him down. So I think the Ghanaians are in trouble. Um, I just have to add, don't you think this is just a, a product? of Chris Hooten as manager. I mean, we, we've seen the signs along the way that Ghana were not going in the right direction, not only as a unit defensively, but especially in the attack. I think there's certainly an element of that. He, he uh, you know, they haven't improved under his tenure, um, but the decline began before, um, I think. Uh, and I think this is just a continuation uh, of some underlying problems uh, in, in Ghanaian football, uh, which includes some questionable selections uh, and maybe a refusal uh, to move on uh, from a last era and move on into the next. And I think uh, there hasn't been very good planning about the kinds of players that they bring in, the kinds of players that they build the team around, and there are some names, I won't say them out loud, that perhaps shouldn't necessarily be a part of the team or shouldn't be an important part of the team at this uh, point in time. The, the constant turnover in Ghana is, how, how do you expect to have a project that bodes any type of result if you're constantly changing managers over and over and over again, especially for, for such a powerhouse. Moving on the, the conversation to Ivory Coast, uh, who's also Nigeria's group. I think that was another surprise result in Bizo. Ivory Coast, did they look good? I feel like from the teams that have played already, they were one of the powerhouses with the, with the strongest performance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought, uh, you know, the golfing class between them and Bissau was evident from the get-go. Um, you know, I thought their, their midfield is absolutely superb. Uh, Sangare, uh, Kessi, uh, I thought they were brilliant. And of course, uh, Fofana with an unbelievable goal there. You're showing it there. Smashing, smashing goal. And it's precisely what they needed uh, to get this tournament started. Um, you know, uh, if they're going to cement themselves as one of the favorites in this competition, they needed to play well, and they did. The crowd got on their side uh, early. Uh, I 
thought they were a bit pedestrian at times, maybe a little overconfident, which could come back to bite them uh, if they do it against uh, stronger teams, uh, no matter how well those teams are doing at the time. But uh, look, a few things to clean up. But if they continue to play like this, we're certainly seeing some contenders. Uh, what games are you looking out for today? Anything in particular? You think we're going to have any shocks? Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be uh, some shocks today, um, or at least I wouldn't refer to them as shocks. Uh, but Cameroon can absolutely lose to Guinea. I know the Indomitable Lions are one of the biggest uh, and most traditional powerhouses on the continent. Uh, but I I've used this phrase before, if you sleep, you die. And I think we've already seen a couple of uh, giants losing life <laughs> because they haven't been careful. And they've thought that uh, maybe a big Premier League contract or a big Barclays bank account will win you games on the continent. And it really won't. You need to play. You need to bring your A game. Um, so if, if Cameroon doesn't do that, they can certainly catch hands from the Guineans. Yeah, why didn't you mention my, my Gambians? I know they're down one nil, but maybe they come back in the second half. Come on, man. They're not playing badly. They're not playing badly, Charlie. They're not playing badly. Let's see what happens. But uh, I just don't think they have the strength uh, to, to, to defeat the, uh, the Senegalese uh, or really upset them in the way we've seen some of the other teams get upset. Well, AFCON already delivering and uh, Imbizo delivering as always. Great stuff, my friend. I'm sure we will check in with you again uh, very shortly. Thank you so much for joining us. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. 